I'm over here now. I was over there. Now I'm over here. Sure. I'll bring all my shoes and my, my glasses with me. So I have them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with the OGs on the block to see the terror Eating pasta, primavera, feeding caca, be together People never know the wild shit we might say Grew up on Eddie Murphy, Jerky Boys, and Dice Play. I've been waking up nights, screaming Brooklyn Blast podcast Mama took my porn mags, jerkins, and a soft rags Easy when we talk about Mr. Ferrari Cause we go way back when we used to play Atari Sparked weed, taking shots like the Fratelli's RV Doing donuts in the parking lot at Arby's Car keys, now you can't leave, lock the door Please, Jimmy's on a mission. Time to start the intervention. Let's go. This is between me and Jason. Jason belongs in hell, and I'm gonna see he gets there. change the name. Ah! People want to forget this was Crystal Lake. Just because our parents keep telling us that Jason was only a legend doesn't mean it wasn't true. What if he did come back? Looking for the camp counselor that caused him to drown his wife. better turn around. Why? Because I've seen enough horror movies to know any weirdo wearing a mask is never friendly. Episode 226 of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast with my lovely friend over here, the lovely and talented actress Darcy DeMoss. How are you, sweetheart? Great. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Listen, before we get into stuff, I just have to say, um, growing, I'm 45. I grew up, obviously, in the 80s and watching all of those like John Hughes movies and all the Friday the 13th. I grew up on all of that stuff. So if you would have told me in like... 1988 that in 2021 i would be having like a conversation like this with you i would have thought you were crazy so i do these things i don't make money off of them i don't i do this strictly out of fun and i speak to people that i respect and i like what they do so before we get into everything i honestly i have to say thank you so much for your time this is awesome and i don't take it for granted you're awesome. 
If anyone told me that you'd be asking me questions 30 years ago, I would have totally geeked out. Yeah, of course you would have, Darcy. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, before we, uh, before we started recording, I, I read something on the internet, and I thought for some reason that you were from New York, and you are not. You were born and raised in Hollywood. How are you now? And you, I guess obviously, obviously you're in you're in California. So how you been? I'm doing good. You know, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> Are you mocking my accent? You, I'm doing good. <laughs> it's fine. I get it all the time, even from my own Brooklyn friends. I know I have it bad. I have a bad accent. No, you have a great accent, and it's sexy. So stop that. Don't oh, all right. I'll stop. I'll stop. You got it. <laughs> so where do you want to begin let's 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 go back because obviously i'm fam i'm familiar with the majority of your stuff i have to be honest i never jumped around my living room while watching aerobicized videos but what's wrong with you <laughs> I, well i don't know i was probably like six or seven when they came out and i actually learned about them from Friday the 13th, the final chapter, which is technically the first movie, Friday movie you were in. But, um, so like that was the eighties, like aerobics craze. How did you wind up jumping into that? Well, I, I'm a dancer. Okay. So I grew up uh, going to dance class and, and dance was my expression of everything. It, it really grounded me. It made me present. It made me appreciate everything. So dance is my love. Joe Tremaine was my dance teacher. I danced with Jaime Rogers, who was one of the dancers in West Side Story, the original. And there's a new one coming out sometime. But um, yeah. Uh, and then I ended up working with George Takaris from West Side Story. It's like a crazy circle, but that is, you know, some, another conversation. Right. But dance, my background, I studied dance and I studied acting um, growing up as a child. And my best, best friend was an actress who you might know, Helen Hunt. And so I grew up wow. on her sets. So I grew up watching her on set working, you know, as an eight, nine, 10, 12, 14, 20 year old, woman uh, and um so yeah it's where my love st really started and it really grew so much i'm sure and then and then those things i mean you did those those series of videotapes and those things took off and that was in like what 82 81 82 ish i want to say it was somewhere around 81 and you know it was the z channel if anybody Ooh. even knows what that is and showtime and uh, I know it, thinks it says something about Playboy Channel, but it, Playboy came into my life later. But aerobicize is this incredible workout. And they say, okay, follow Darcy. You can follow me. I'm sorry. No, no. I was watching. I went there because some of them are on YouTube and there's a couple of them. And I watched it for a minute. I'm like, looks like it hurts like that looks like it hurts like you're going crazy it's like listen more power to you you know i know that you know my my legs are over my back and my toes and it's i don't even know how i did it 
Yeah, it looks like your hair hurt from the, you're going nuts. It's like, but it, it's it's impressive. <laughs> Hard. I know a friend that was an editor said, "Oh, they sped the camera up." I'm like, nope. That's no, all, it's all me. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it hurts. <laughs> awesome. But- <laughs> so was that was that now a- after those. What was like, because I went like through your IMDB, but you know how those things are. They, they might be a little bit wrong. But what was like the first like movie that, that you got into? Was it, I could be wrong here, please correct me. It Was it Hard Bodies or no? Hard Bodies. Dee Dee. Yeah. Dee Dee. Uh, in Can't Buy Me Love. And then Kathleen Kinmont and I are still great friends. We hike together all the time. We met on that film and we just completely bonded. Nice. Yeah, that was 84. I was nine. But I, re- I remember, I don't think I see it in the theaters, but I remember back, you know, when there was, you know, the posters, movie posters outside the theaters. But I remember seeing, because it was in, a, in an era of all of those beach teen, half smutty, but yeah. always fun <laughs> movies. And yeah, it pandered right to that audience. Listen, I got my Screen Actors Guild card, and that's all I wanted. Yeah. The Guild. So Hard Bodies was the doorway for me to become an actor. So I really appreciate it. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. And then from there, I mean, well, Friday 13th Part 6 came out in 86. That was the first Friday the 13th movie I saw in the theater. Um, Yeah, that was my first one in the theater. I remember seeing Coming Attractions to Five, but I think I was too young. But Six was the first one. Um, But then, but... but, It's the best one. What's that? The best one. It really really is. It's it's really up there in in my top three. I love the entire franchise as a whole. There There are a few stinkers in there. But there's a few, but the first six I love, and then there's a couple here and there, uh, you know. But I, I'm a fan, and I know everything about them, and yeah. And we're gonna get we're gonna get to the project that you just got off of a little later, which I'm super excited because I saw the first part, Vengeance, and all that stuff. But now, what was after that? Then you did Reform School Girls, no? Or or was it? Return to Horror High. I, yes, I did Return Return to Horror High, George Clooney's first film. Which is insane. <laughs> yeah. Get to meet him. Yeah. But um, then I did Reform School Girls with Wendy O. Williams. And Sybil Danning playing the warden. Thing. <laughs> I became friends later on in life. It's a crazy, you know, circle of, you know, actors world. And and then I, you know, I did um, a film. I danced in Give Me an F. And then I also did For Keeps with Molly Ringwald. Oh. You also, you danced and you weren't credited, which I think is terrible, in... Body double. I didn't, I wasn't even dancing. It's the craziest thing. And, you know, Melanie Griffith was the star of that. And I'm 
best friends with her mother, Mel, um, Tippi Hedren. Really? Tippi Hedren is this incredible place called Shambhala that rescues lions and tigers and bobcats. And it's what she, this woman has done in her life is just, it's just, um, I, I bow my hat down to Tippi Hedren and, and she and Tippi and I have become great, great friends and wow. I love all my heart. And what a blessing to know somebody and have so much fun with one person in your life. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, so yeah, you were uncredited in that, which I thought was terrible. But I actually love that movie. It's kind of, it's, it's cheesy. If you watch it now, it's like, oh, it's a little cheesy here and there. But I love that movie. No. <laughs> I also was Kim Richards' dance double in something called Tough Turf. Tough Turf. Her mother saw me at a nightclub dancing. I used to just go to the clubs and just go out and I'd be the only one on the dance floor. I didn't even care. It was great music, great lights. And I just yeah. set myself free and just <laughs> it out. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I was Richard's dance double in Tough Turf. And I did a few other films. Like I did something called Give Me an F. Um, mm -hmm. Challenge. And um, he was the star of that. And I can't, like, my brain, you know. Yeah, you did stick fighter. You, you were very busy. Fighter, that was the best. That was the funnest because I wasn't, I played an officer. Yes. And, oh, I had to, like, literally wear, you know, the handcuffs and the billy club and you know, the walkie-talkie. And this is in the 80s. I was like, oh my God, now I understand why police are so unhappy because they have to lug around all this crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I had a lot of fun in Stick Fighter. And I actually called LAPD to do, you know, asked if they would, you know, take me in the car just so I could learn, do a little research. And, right. it, and LAPD was, is really awesome. Yeah, I have I have a couple of of really good friends that are LAPD cops and detectives. Yeah, my hat goes off to them guys. Um, <laughs> so then, then you did. Let's go into part six because that should be somewhere around in the vicinity where we're talking time frame wise. Um, absolutely, one of the best in the franchise, if not the best. Um, I recently had Tom Fridley on that. I was just texting with him because he and I are doing a bunch of conventions together coming up and I love him. He listened that guy. I could have spoke to that guy for five hours straight. <laughs> I tried, to, but he would speak to you. <laughs> oh, oh, a hundred percent. It was so easy. Because first of all, I got to tell a little backstory because Tom is the best. Um, I'm going back and forth. And I'm like, yo, man, you want to do the podcast? Like, sure, sure. When? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. So we set a time. All right. Next Thursday, let's say 11 o'clock Eastern time. And it would be like Monday. And he'd be like, okay, cool. That next Tuesday, yo, man, I thought we were doing this. I'm like, it's Tuesday. He's like, oh, He's like, are you sure you want to do a podcast with somebody who doesn't even know what day of the week it is? <laughs> and then that happened a few times. 
he, told, he talks all about it. And then once I got him on, I sat there like this for two hours and just let him go. We would draw, we were doing art to show and tell. It was ridiculous and fun and awesome. <laughs> so, and if he watches this, I love you, Tom. I love you so much. Yeah, it. We're, we're great pals. That's it's like cool. we're brother and sister. Yes. We're Nikki and Court. Nikki you and Court. Stuff. He and I are like, Nice. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that you've, that you've stayed in touch and that you're friendly with him. And that's another thing, you know, I'm just on the outside looking in and being a huge fan and going to conventions that I've met so many. I, I'm surprised that I haven't met you in person. Hopefully I will. I don't know why. Here. I know. Well, I mean, I mean, do you have a list that you're going to read off of conventions that you're coming to? Yeah, I, I, I am it. Going to Germany for Weekend in Hell, November fifth and sixth. Wow! Okay. And then I, my husband grabbed the wrong piece of paper. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, fine. Tell him to throw a piece of paper. I'm in Santa Fe, um, and it's that <laughs> one because. It's, it's in a casino, so everybody can have a cocktail and walk around and, like, you know, meet and greet. That is October 22nd to 24th, and I have to give a big shout-out to my agent, Chris Majors, who rocks. I'm so happy that he's representing me because he's so amazing. Awesome. Well, tell Chris Majors to get your butt over to the East Coast, to Jersey or Pennsylvania or Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. I it's, con it's convention season, and it, there hasn't been because of this insanity over the last year and change. So, Chiller has always been my favorite. Oh, Chiller's awesome. Chiller's the best. You know that. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, I don't think I can do Chiller this year, but next year. All right, good. Or May. I think it's April or May. So. Yeah, yeah, there's two a year, so... Awesome. I, hopefully I'll see you sooner rather than later. But anyway, like I was saying, I've met so many, I guess, Friday 13 alumni, you know, at all these. I've had several people on the podcast and there's not there's, there's even in person. Like I've never had any kind of like a feeling like anybody was like full of themselves or, or anything like that. For Friday 13 people, everyone was always so cool. You know what I mean? Which is you know why? because we're so grateful to our fans, to the people that we've worked through with through, and throughout the years. It's 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 a blessing. How could anybody not be cool? And if they're not, then don't talk to them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's only one person I have. I'm not going to mention. There's only one person. It wasn't even a Friday 13 person that I, 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 I wouldn't give her $5 just on principle. It's like, come on, man. You have a line wrapped around the door, around, around the whole block. But uh, ah, whatever, whatever. But, um, whatever. Um, yeah, one bad egg, unfortunately. But, you know, it's uh, this, the whole franchise is just incredible. And, and the fact that, you know, I did, uh, they put my aerobicize in four. I got paid for five. I was in six. And then in part seven, they used my kill in the opening sequence. And then now there's Vengeance Bloodlines 2. Yes. What? And, 
Right. It's so awesome. Like the, the, this franchise, how the fan base is ridiculously loyal. I'm one of them. I'm like a half a nerd when it comes to it. And I know all the ins, the outs, certain things bother me, timelines, masks, stuff, like all kinds of stuff. I know it all. I'm 45 years old, but I feel like I'm 12. You know what I mean? But it's, it's awesome. And I mean, hats off to all of you. I mean, this, the whole franchise, obviously, somebody like Adrian King, who did it 42 years ago, probably had no idea that still to this day, she would have a line wrapped around the building. You know what I mean? And she's a sweetheart. It's like, how did that happen? No one ever, no one realized that. No, I don't think anybody, any of us, including our director, Tom McLaughlin, could have thought ahead how huge this would be. Yeah. It's, it's really incredible. And just, we're so grateful. I, I know all of us are so grateful to our fans, friends, mm. cast, crew. It, yeah. It, Amazing. Yeah. And like, how awesome is like CJ Graham? I've met CJ Graham several times. And every time he's at a convention, I'll meet him. You know what I mean? Say what's up. My daughter has met him several times. She's little. You know, she's met him because she's such a nice guy. You know, all of them. And to see that CJ Graham is now playing Elias Voorhees is mind blowing in and of itself. It's just so freaking cool. Guess what? His wife. Ruby plays my best friend in Vengeance Bloodlines too. Awesome. I cannot wait. That's in post-production. What's that? Her film debut. Really? Yeah, she's a new screen queen. That's, that's pretty damn cool. Amazing. I have nice. to You know what? Jason Brooks, who plays Jason in Vengeance, he told me to tell you to say hello to you. And he has a question. He wanted to know how he did directing you. That's a question from Jason Brooks, the new Jason. <laughs> I'm not wearing one. <laughs> Brooks, you tell me when, where I will be there. I'll work with you anytime. An amazing director, an amazing human being. Yeah. Fabulous Jason. Sure. Yeah. He made me comfortable. He was still freaking scary. Uh -huh. But um, I'm so grateful. Thank you, Jason Brooks. Yes. Yeah. He's a good guy. I, I, I speak to him. I had him on with the panel of the first Roseblood, the Roseblood movie, because Peter Anthony, I had Peter Anthony, the director. I've had all, the, all these guys from the fan films on. So I heard that you were going to be in Vengeance too. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So that's why I reached out to you. I'm like, there's, there's new stuff Friday 13 related that we could talk about and stuff like that. So it worked out perfectly. So now. How cool is it that they brought Nikki back? I, see, I wanted to ask you, but I don't think you can say, you know. Don't ask me. I, I know, I, I know, I know. I had that question, but I, I didn't even write it down because I figured that you couldn't tell me because it's not out yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I figured they're, it much. They're pretty big, but they're sealed. Right, nice. <laughs> I figured as much. That's why I kind of just didn't even bother. Um, so now, I mean, that movie, I mean, not that you didn't have any kind of recognition, you know, then, but that movie kind of, 
correct me if I'm wrong, kind of, you know, got you known a little bit more, no? And then here comes Can't Buy Me Love. I think, um, I, you know, I don't remember the sequence. I did Give Me a, I, I did, um, uh, I did Can't Buy Me Love. I did Friday the 13th, part six. Yeah. I did For Keeps with mm-hmm. Molly Wald. Um, I did like, they say they're different years, but I think I, I did like four or five of them in the same year. And I did a fairy in, in uh, uh, shoot, the one that you mentioned earlier. Now I just drew, drew a blank. Pardon me. Oh, um, Horror High. That was later on. That, yeah, that was later on. You know, and then I, I also did films where that I starred in uh, with Wings Hauser. Did uh, three films with Wings Hauser. And, and then I did one in Romania for Charles Band. I was his leading lady. It was in Bucharest, Romania, starring in a film. It, it, it was like the time of my life. It was really an incredible, it's been an incredible adventure. And I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I got to say, I'm just so grateful to everybody I've been able to come across, work with, you know, be with, and it, just thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you too. Oh, well, you- don't thank me. I'm not doing nothing. I'm just sitting here talking. I like, don't thank me. But listen, I'm a fan of your work. And and obviously I've known about you forever. I mean, since I don't know, since I was like nine years old. I I, I knew about Darcy the Moss. I don't know. 45. I know you know about you for a long time. Um so now wait, now you get onto this set of Can't Buy Me Love now. I mean, Patrick Dempsey and Courtney Gaines, who was Malachi and Children of the Corn and and all of these things. And in that John Hughes era of movies that fit like right in there. And I seen that movie. I couldn't tell you how many times it was on cable constantly, you know, (laughs) constantly. It's such a silly premise looking at it now, but it's a fun, silly movie. And it's awesome. It's like. How did that, did you just get, did you go in for an audition? Did you get cast? Like, like as Amanda, Pe- rest in peace, Amanda, Peter, uh, Amanda Peterson. Bless her heart. Yeah. Um, so we, we were they, did they just cast you to be like one of her best friends in that? I actually auditioned for the role of Cindy Mancini and I had come from my grandmother's funeral so I was wearing a black dress. You know, you walk down the hall with like, you know, 20 women that look just like you. Right. And they're all, you know, go, they're going over their lines. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't, I almost left. I almost left. And I went, oh, I'm here. You know, let me just do the audition. And so um, Michael Sordlick, who wrote the film and also produced it, called my agent and said, we know we want her. It's beyond me why my agent didn't ask for more money. For her. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was a long time ago. Um, so I ended up getting the role of Patty. And mm-hmm. Patty was so much fun to play. You know, and I, and I was 23 when I was casting that film. And Amanda and Tina, my best friends, mm-hmm. were 15 years old. 15 years old, both of them. Crazy. Crazy, because I was 23. I was like, wow, that's a big... 
And then Patrick Dempsey, you know, um, he was 21 or turned 21 as we were filming. And then Courtney Gaines, uh, you know, he and I did hard bodies together. So mm-hmm. it was, uh, there was so much love on that film. And I don't know, just everything kind of fell into place. It, it, it was kismet. I, 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 you know, I don't even know yeah. how to, but, and it's just still, you know, so many people's favorite film. And I so appreciate that because it's, it's my favorite. It's my favorite that I've worked on. I have to Is say. Is it really? It's your favorite. Well, especially because Amanda and I became best friends. And then I, um, you know, she moved to Los Angeles and lived with me. I was her guardian when she was really? 16. Yes. Wow. You know, and in this wacky world of Hollywood, you know, it was a challenging time. But, you know, I was pretty grounded and I had a boyfriend and she she and he had a daughter that was a little older than Amanda so the three of us girls had more fun together as bright hauser it was Amanda and it was myself and then we were like you know little the three musketeers we had a lot of fun yeah oh yeah when I found out she passed I was like ah that's terrible it's just it's terrible yeah yeah Rest in peace, Amanda Peterson. I love you. Hmm. Thank you. <laughs> oh, boy. So now, to go off to something a little bit, you know, more lighthearted, um, you, well, it might, might have been in you already, but you have grown to have an affinity and a love for photography. Nothing better. You know, um, I went on my first safari when I turned four and my husband said, I can't go. I have to stay work. And one of my best friends bought me a camera. So I started taking, and it was, it wasn't digital then. So I was taking, I brought color and I brought black and white, but I was just loved black and white and loved opening the, the film, the smell and loading. So I came home and, you know, I blew up some photos and I showed them to some friends and they said, oh my gosh, I think you have an eye for this. You need to do something with it. So what I did was I blew up like, I don't know, 28 by 10s of my photography from Africa. And then I put them in a portfolio and I marched into my first gallery and the woman opened my portfolio and looked at me and said, let's give you a show. Like, I didn't, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm making this up. It's kind of like, <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> so I, I've had exhibits in London and I've had exhibits in Hollywood and I've had two in the San Fernando Valley. So I've had four shows. Wow. And back in, in, in November and I just, I'm so excited. There's nothing better than hanging out with elephants and zebras. Yeah, yeah, I, I always, I honestly, I always wanted to go on like an African safari. I always wanted to do that. It's like a bucket list thing. Ever since I was like a teenager, like I always wanted to do that. Me too. And it's like, it's something in your soul wakes up and, and it, it's how mother nature intended us to see animals, not behind bars. Right. Not in, not in, just, you know, we get to hang out 
in their environment. And and it's the most amazing thing I can ever, like, I can't talk about it enough. I wish we had more time, but (laughs) go to Africa. How many times have you been there? (laughs) How many times have you been there? Seven. Seven times. Wow. That's incredible. When I um, asked my husband, he was going to go on safari with me. And I said, open the book. I said, choose where you want to go. And he goes, I want to go here where these little monkeys are. And I said, those aren't monkeys. Those are gorillas. Uh, little monkeys. <laughs> yeah, little ones. So we checked the silverback gorillas, you know, 12 hours in the rainforest. It was amazing. Really? Nothing better. How, how, how does that ha- All right, all right. I, I, you got to paint the picture for me because I'm not familiar with tracking silverback gorillas in a rainforest at all. Um, what do you do? <laughs> What's that? You, do you set up camp? Like, like, what do you do? Like, like, I don't know, bugs, like malaria, disease. Like, what's going on in the rainforest? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't even know if it's if you really want to call it rainforest, but um, it was it started to rain, and I, I kept thinking, um, oh, I know there's a road just behind us. Just take us to the road. All we wanted what is a hot body and to get dry. <laughs> you know. And you have to go through the <laughs> winding roads and everything. Uh, yeah, it was it was quite it was quite an adventure, but um, well worth it. And sure. I prayed it for any experience. And I I know I'm like every they're saying back up, back up, and I'm moving forward. But in my mind, I don't know. I was thinking I was going to sit in this grassy field and photograph the gorillas up close and personal and it was nothing like that i was holding on to a tree because you know everything was so dense you have to have a pole before you put your foot down because the reed is so high and you don't know where your foot's gonna end up and then you have to have gloves and hats and because there's thorns everywhere it was the best adventure of my life really that's awesome that sounds like it's are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Pack your bags. Let's go. Let's go. I don't care. Let's go track silverbacks together. I'm down. Silverbacks. Oh, and, and here's the best part. So there's this giant tree. It's probably about this thick. Okay. And silverback is like literally looking at me and he takes the tree and he grabs it and he pulls it like it's a twig and just starts chewing on the bark. I'm like, oh my God. I'm, my mind has been blown. Yeah. Their strength is so immense. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. They have like the strength of like 50 people. It's insane. When are you going next? Because I'm packing my bags, Darcy. I'm going in November. I'm going in November right after Germany. I'm, I'm flying from Germany the, the weekend in hell. And then I'm going straight because I'm, te- I'm only 10 hours away. Well, yeah. Well, it makes sense. It makes sense. Listen, I get it. That's... And I'm going alone. Nobody wants to go with me. I'll go with you. You're going alone. <laughs> Are you really going alone? Yeah. Oh, every trip. I've only gone with one other person once. I always go alone, and I've had private a uh, private guide. But I went for six weeks once. You know, doing my photography. Yeah, but that's good though. You sometimes you need to clear your head and just go out and look at elephants and be on your own. So it's healthy. Hang out with 
elephants. Hang out with elephants and get away from everything and go into, into the bush in Africa and hang out. Come on. Who's better than you? I'm the only little white girl dancing. You know? There you go. <laughs> That's hilarious. Where did you come from? What, this girl's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Then it would be me with my stupid Brooklyn accent. Like, oh, what's going on over there? Where are the elephants? They'd love, be like, They'd love you. <laughs> oh, God. So, all right. So now, <laughs> let's go back. Real quick, I want I want to. Who hit you? Who hit you up? And how did this Vengeance Two? Because I definitely because Vengeance Two is the, is the most recent movie you've done, correct? Yes. Okay, and that's in post production. That's coming out. I'm not as sure exactly when I have to ask either, but it's coming April. out pretty soon. It's coming out April. April. Okay. So now. Two April. Vengeance Lines. And if the people who are listening and watching, if they haven't seen Vengeance, you need to watch it. You can watch it on YouTube. It's on YouTube and it's awesome. And they throw you a curveball with the original story. And it's 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 a very, very, very cool take on what goes down. So I'm I'm excited for Vengeance too, big time. Especially because Elias Voorhees, and there's always talk about where's Jason's father. And to have CJ Graham playing his father, it's just, it's perfect. And CJ's a maniac. For me to be on set with Tom McLaughlin, my director, and CJ Graham, my Jason, that I have the privilege to do autograph signings with and see them, it's like, you know, it's like a class reunion. Yeah. <laughs> It's like really old good. friends. It's awesome. It's so friggin' cool. So now, where, where did you film? You filmed... We were in Seattle, Washington. I was going to say Seattle, but I didn't want to mess up. But yeah, I figured it was Seattle. How long was your film shoot? Well, I was only there. I only worked three... You know, I have a, I had a smaller role. So I was there um, three days. All right. Morning. So what? You're like a professional anyway. So you could have had a huge role and got it banged out in three days too. It's true. It's true. <laughs> very, very, very cool. So, like I said, everybody, there's an Instagram page. It's F13 Vengeance 2, I believe. Just type in Vengeance 2, you'll find it. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. So, I just want to touch on a couple little things, and then I'll stop holding you hostage. I'll let you go about... At all. I love being here. All right. Very cool. I, you know, sometimes I feel like I don't want to take up your time. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I'm your biggest fan. Oh, you see that? See that? That's it. Now you're in for the long haul. We're, go we're going. We're tracking animals now. We're, yeah, we're hanging out. That's it. My new best friend, Darcy DeMoss. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> okay. Now, just to, to, just to touch on a few other things that if people aren't familiar with, whether it's a smaller role or a bigger role or, you know, an episode or whatever. You were in an episode of NYPD Blue. You did The Untouchables. Oh, my God, The Untouchables. Yeah. I played Katie's Mall. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. 
role. Oh my God. And you know what? It was a recurring and then they canceled the series. I, I know. I remember when that was on and I watched it and they canceled it. And I was like, I don't understand why. Christopher Crowe. He wrote Last of the Mohicans. Yeah. He wrote that role for me. And they canned it. So stupid. Of course, I know. I, I, I mean, I work, I do the signings with him. He's with uh, Chris Majors as well. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. I, I you know, I mean, the, listen, the glamour and, and, you know, being, going back into that time era was yeah. great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a great series. And I don't know, I, I watched it when it was on, but. I don't know. Shit. Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. <laughs> um, episode, like I said, episode of NYPD Blue. You also you had a small role, but you were in Sharknado Three, which is <laughs> next. <laughs> Listen, I had to bring it up. I'm sorry. Funny, you're funny. Um, the horror movie Nightlife you were in, which was awesome. Oh my God, John Aston, Tony yeah. Harris. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, Greg, uh, wait, I can't think of his, uh, his name, um, the lead guy. Uh, he, God, he's done so much work. And his mother was my agent for a minute, but I, I'm drawing a blank. Okay. Um, yeah, that was fun. Uh, they taught us how to be zombies. Uh-huh. This was, and this was before, like, zombies became, like, a thing, you know? I'm a zombie instructor. That was like, really? <laughs> how hard is it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just walk all jacked up and yeah, I don't know. So, listen, they had to fill a job role or something. I don't know. Oh, man. Can we touch on stick We were all playing jokes on each other. And so there was one actor that was so intensely full of himself who, who will remain unnamed, but we put itchy powder in his wardrobe. Nice. Chickens in his dressing room. We did some really mean stuff, but it was really. <laughs> well, it was worth it. The guy seemed like he was an ass because he was full of himself. So he got what he deserved. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. No sympathy for that guy. None whatsoever. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Now, you did have a role in uh, a movie called Labor Pains with Lindsay Lohan. Uh, interesting, yeah. I was going to say, that must have been interesting. You took the words right out of my mouth. People were jumping out of the bushes and taking photos of me. And I'm like, what? It's <laughs> like, no, I'm not her. You know, first of all, she's like 25 years younger than I am. And uh, her hair is a different color, but yeah, paparazzi was everywhere and they couldn't keep it a secret. They kept changing locations and I had a tiny part in that, but you know, <laughs> it was, uh, it was fun. She was very sweet. Okay. Very cool. Very, I think that was interesting because the time frame she was huge in the media and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, very cool. Now, you also did a couple of things. You did erotic confessions back in the day. We don't have to touch on that because I'm sure that people talk to you about that and want you to spill about that stuff. 
it's okay. You know what? My dad got Alzheimer's and you know what? I, it, so I know, I know you're, it's like, you know what, you know, sometimes we don't pick and choose our jobs, but you yeah. know what? You pay the bills. And when you're an actor, sometimes it's few and far between. And I'm proud that I took care of my daddy. Hey. Best I could. So, you know, work is work. I'm well, an actor. It's not, I wasn't born, but right. you know, is what it is. It is what it is. You had to. You did what you had to do. That's the bottom line. And they kept offering me more money. I kept saying no, and I was like, "Okay, I'll do it." Right. Okay. Hey, listen. Plus, it was a long time ago, anyway, and so many people that are listening to this had no idea about that. But now <laughs> they do. It up, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was. I was kind of hesitant to even touch on that, but. It's on my little, listen, you wanted me to be prepared, so I have little notes here. Yeah, but it wasn't in my notes. I'm sure it wasn't. We're all good. We're good. It's all right, good. very good. We're still, we're still going to track gorillas. Yeah. All right, good. Good. As long as I didn't mess that up. I'm going to throw you to the gorillas. There you go. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So now your husband didn't give you the right list, so you don't have all of the shows. What do you have? What do you, what do you have? You have anything in the works as far as, you know, roles or whatever is going on as far as acting? I'm available to work as an actor. <laughs> awesome. All right. That's good. So now you have some downtime so you can go to do conventions and go to the animals. I really love working and it's my, definitely my happy place. And, um, so it's the best thing in the world. It's like the best job anybody could ever ask for. Yeah. And it's what shows. So hire me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Darcy DeMoss is available, people. I think that's great. I think that's great. Oh, do you mind real quick? It'll take like, like not even two minutes. I have a couple of sponsors I need to just shout out real fast. I'm happy to. For sure. Are you a, do you drink coffee? Are you a coffee girl? Love coffee. Okay. I fell in love with coffee in Africa because like, they were moving me around so much. You know, it's like camp. Yeah. <laughs> okay, camp at four. Okay, now let's go on safari. Now let's take a nap. Now go on another safari. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Okay, what kind of coffee? Um, the company is called, see, this is, this is kind of right up your alley anyway. The company is called Dead Sled Coffee. D-E-A-D-S-L-E-D Coffee, right? No, say it again. I'm sorry. Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Sled, S-L-E-D? Yep. Now, Dead Sled. But, but what's awesome about them, they're a small company ran by a couple of people, but they do awesome stuff. They have officially licensed with, so they work with a lot of musicians, and they also do things with horror icons. Oh, I want to be their, I want to be one of their influencers. Well, check this out. This is this is actually this is this is very it's, it's actually fitting that, I, that they're a sponsor and I'm speaking with you. What's the matter? Or this is just you and me, right? What happened? Just you and me, or are we still on? No, we're still on. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we're recording. Okay. It's okay. It's fun. <laughs> Listen, this is yeah, this is like guerrilla podcasting, you know? Um, 
But check it out. They um they have they work with a lot of horror people and they work with musicians. They have a cane hotter blend. Oh. They have um a nightmare blend that's officially licensed with Robert Englund. They have Cypress Hill. They have a kiss, the band Kiss. Um, they're doing one with Bill Mosley soon. They have an Elvira. They have all these cool things. They have, they're a small company, but they do really awesome stuff. So follow them, the people that are listening and watching. Follow them on Instagram at Dead Sled Coffee. And if you go to deadsledcoffee.com and you type in the promo code Brooklyn Blast, you'll get 20% off your order. And any order over 60 bucks is free shipping. So, yeah, it's like coffee. And I'm friends with one of the guys who owns it, so I'll put in the good word. That would be awesome to have, like, a Nikki Friday 13th Part 6 blend or Darcy DeMoss blend, Scream Queen. I'll be, like, hiking down the hill with my coffee bag. That would be awesome. The Hollywood Hills. Yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yes. Um, Yes, big fan. Um, all right, real quick, um, second uh, sponsor is Generation Records. Um, they're a local spot in the West, the West Village of New York City. They're located at 210 Thompson Street. They're a record store who have survived the pandemic. They're like one of the last on the block. Like if you want music, like actual physical music, which I'm a big fan of growing up in the 80s and the 90s with vinyl and stuff. Um, follow them on Instagram at Generation Records. And if you can't make it to the actual brick and mortar spot, if you go to generationrecords.bigcartel.com, you can order stuff online from them. And last but not least, New Republic Printing. For screen printing, embroidery, vinyl stickers, and buttons, you go to newrepublicprinting.net for anything that you want printed. Um, if you... See, the best thing about them, they have no setup fees. There's no screen fees. And if you have your order delivered to a commercial address, it's free UPS ground shipping. So you can have a thousand Darcy DeMoss shirts made up and have a hundred boxes delivered to, I don't know, a commercial address. It doesn't cost you a dime. So follow them also on Instagram at New Republic Printing. Once again, newrepublicprinting.net. Those are my three sponsors and I'm done. Thank you for wading through that. And those are beautiful flowers, by the way, that you just introduced me to. <laughs> my roses, I can't live without them. They're always in my home. Roses? Pink Floyd. They're called Pink Floyd roses. Oh, they? They're very nice. Really fragrant. Fragrant. Yeah. Well, it's very nice. Now, um... I love you so much. I love you so much. Who, me? Yeah, Listen. You. No, your brother behind you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm Like I said, I just, I just shoot the shit on myself. I'm the same no matter where I'm at. <laughs> no matter where I am. Um, so now, you have a website, correct? DarcyTheMoss.com. Yes, and, and I'm on Instagram, which is D-A-R-C-Y-D-E-M-O-S-S-1-9, Darcy Demos 19. Please, questions, you know, um, want to see what I'm up to, I'll follow you, follow me, we could have some fun. Yes, uh-huh. 
Yeah, well, I know firsthand you do respond and you do go back and forth, so you're not uh, elusive or hard to get in touch with, which is awesome. And you do have a website and you do have some stuff that you can get like autographed pictures and stuff like that on your website as well, correct? And I'm also with Signature Horror. So signaturehorror.com and I can do, you know, your little... I'm going to do one when we get off the phone. I'm going to send out a happy birthday, couple of messages. So. Okay. Well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I mean, fans, fans appreciate that. And like I said, like when I, when I first kicked off this episode, like I appreciate your time and this is really cool. And you know what I think? I don't understand why, but I don't understand why they haven't made one of those, like one of those figures yet. One of those NECA figures. They need, they need a Nikki figure because they have so many other ones for Friday 13th. They need a figure for you. I'm working on it. I just had a meeting two days ago. Really? Yeah, literally working on it. I'm, and, and But you know what I do um, have is my death mask from Friday the 13th Part 6. And uh, it's literally when he takes my face and pushes it, it goes through the mirror, then through the Winnebago. So yeah. it's like 11 by 14. And I have them at the conventions, but I've run out. And so now I'm reprinting, regrouping. Oh, re- are, they, are they like, they're like, they're like molded? They're like something you can hang? Like literally my death mask. Really? Yeah. That's Pretty cool. Yeah. And I sell them at the conventions. And then, you know, of course, I, we have photographs and all that stuff. But yeah. I need a Darcy death mask because I have so I have so many like I said I'm 45 but I have toys like a child and it's all horror stuff and I love that shit so yeah I think I need a Darcy death mask in my life <laughs> yeah we'll throw it out to you it's, it's coming your way awesome yes so go to Darcy DeMoss are they available on your website or you ran out I'm out right at the moment yes okay. and- I'm like literally had the meeting two days ago and we're going to reprint and regroup. So, you know, well, don't be sorry for selling stuff and running out. That means there's a demand for it and people want it. So don't be sorry at all. So just keep checking back people. People need to check back at DarcyTheMoss.com and then eventually you'll get yourself a Darcy death mask. That's what I'm going to wind up doing. Well, Darcy, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And like I said, hopefully I see you sooner rather than later at a chiller or any any one of the East Coast ones, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, the New Jersey Horicon, Monster Mania, Chiller, any of them. I go to them all the time. So if you're there. We'll keep in touch. Well, absolutely. I have your I have your phone number. Whoever thought that I would have Darcy DeMoss's personal number? Who's better than me? Nobody. What? What'd you say? I'm not sharing your number. Come on. What am I, brand new? I'm not sharing your number. I just want to say it's to everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Peace and love and everybody please be safe get vaccinated yes you do that thank you thank you so much and i will definitely be in touch this is coming we're on podcast time this is coming up this coming friday at noon eastern time so nine o'clock your time friday this will be everywhere you'll be tagged all over the place
Awesome. Peace. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much.